Rachel, get him a drink. Doesn't he know? Get your own drink. The kitchen's the kitchen's in there, Craig. Rachel, get him a drink. You said three times what, and that's what um, that's that's what I wanted. Come on, Rachel, hurry up. But I'm really, I'm really, really thirsty. Your man needs a drink, Rachel. I'm really thirsty. (laughs) Rachel, come on, get your own drink. Why have you why have you come here without a drink? I don't understand I it. Yeah. What's going just, on? Just come on. That's enough. That's enough. This is poor. Threaten violence, up. Craig. That's all yeah. you've got. Kick, kick, kick her or something. Yeah. I will. <laughs> just hurry up. <laughs> oh, I'd be in so much trouble. Craig's sleeping on the sofa tonight. <laughs> 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 it was worth it. It was worth it, lads. That's funny. Welcome. This is the Long Supper Podcast. How are we all? I am Adam, Rich, Patrick, Craig, and Mark are all here as well, just like last week. What up? Hello. And just like last week, the Titans are winning on the road. We will come to that. I'm I'm gonna be irritating. (laughs) I really am. Going to be. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's all relative. (laughs) More irritating, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) But. Let's do a little quiz to kick off because that's what we do. That's our modus operandi. And I've started speaking Latin and I may have spoken incorrect Latin. You know, I, I don't have the qualifications to work in curries and just basic level Latin. Apropos achieving a quiz. Right. You're, you're rambling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did what I do when you start telling us the rules of the quiz. And... <laughs> Maybe weren't listening, (laughs) Craig. I I just told you the rules. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) You were about as interesting. I'm sorry. I've been. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) All right. This is. This might just be a quick one. It's going to be last man standing, and all you're going to have to do is tell me players who have scored a touchdown in the playoffs so far in the NFL. Um, And by scored a touchdown, I don't mean a passing touchdown. I mean possess the ball in hands in the end zone. So a rushing touchdown, a receiving touchdown, or a defensive slash special teams running it in type touchdown. Do those rules make sense? Yeah. One one incorrect answer, you are out. And purely based on where you all are on my screen, I'm going to go clockwise and start with Rich. So it's going to go Rich, Patrick, Craig, Mark. And Mr. Richard Newnham, if you would like to kick us off. Tevin Coleman. Homer, what a surprise. Correct. There we go. Patrick. Marshawn Lynch. Correct again. And I can't find him. There he is. Uh, Craig. Uh, uh, Derek Henry. Correct. Well done. Mark. Josh Allen. Josh Allen is 
Correct. And back to Mr. Newnham. I am now struggling to remember who scored our other touchdown at the weekend. Other, oh, other teams um, to play playoff football, just, <laughs> just, to, just to let you know. Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne is right as well, Patrick. Kyle Rudolph. Correct. Well done, back to Craig. Um, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones has indeed scored. Just to let you know, there are 30 names on this list and you have seven so far between you, Mark. Uh, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is correct again. That's Rich. You took the other one, so Stefan Diggs. <laughs> yep. Uh, you remain in, Patrick. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is correct, of course. Craig. <clears throat> I feel like I saw Kittle spike the ball. <laughs> Is that your guess? Yep. Uh, you are the first man out of this <sighs> quiz, I'm afraid. Um, so bad luck. It was a reasonable, <laughs> probably a reasonable guess, but no, he hasn't scored. It's actually with the safe one. I've kept like the unsure <laughs> one. So good, good strategy. <laughs> All right. That'll be the last we'll hear from you for not very long, probably. Mark. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, irritatingly, is correct. <laughs> Fuck Taysom Hill. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast does not endorse Taysom Hill. Rich. <laughs> um, I am now struggling. AJ Brown? AJ Brown is incorrect. You are oh. out as well. Um, do you Have you watched any of the playoffs? Okay, just right. Yeah, but I've been uh, drinking since four thirty as well. So, <laughs> right, two two of you left. Uh, Pat, Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is correct. Mark, that's who I was going to say. So I will say Damien Williams. Yeah. Oh, well million. done. Correct. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> How about DK Metcalf? Yeah. DK Metcalf is on the list. Well done. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Yes. Mm. Well done. Correct. Um, Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills, of course. He, his t- Well, nobody was within about 20 yards of him with his catch against KC. Mark. Uh, from the same game, I think, Darren Fells. Yes, well oh, done. That bet breaking fall. <laughs> um. <laughs> Every tight end who scored in the playoffs has maybe had the same reaction. Let's go Tyler Lockett. Correct. Any any doubts yet with any of these? Starting going to start to creep yeah, in. Yeah, about the think... last six of them. <laughs> uh, there are still quite a few left, Mark. Um, I think in your first game, maybe um, <laughs> against New England, Ferkser I think scored. Anthony, so I'll go with him. Anthony Ferkser did score. Well done. Good job, Patrick. Well. In the interest of you not having to edit this down, let's go for Crookshanks with a pick six for the Titans. 
bad luck. There was a pick six for the Titans, but it it wasn't Crookshank. It was Logan yeah. Ryan. Logan Ryan. Ah. Yeah. Mark, you did, you seem to win a lot of these, um, and you won <laughs> again. So here's, Sorry. here's some here's some music. There you go. Well played, sir. Thank you. You've been watching some playoff football. I've been watching some playoff football. Doesn't sound like Rich has, other than his Niners. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching. I've just not been paying full attention. <laughs> well, well, why don't we, based on the fact you've also... It was good, wasn't it? I don't think. It was, everyone expected some really close games, um, and it just kind of didn't really happen. We In were the spoiled end. by the wild card. We were, yeah. Uh, last, week, last weekend was good but it wasn't stellar, amazing good like Wild Card Weekend was. So. Yeah, save for one like ridiculous half. We I mean, are some spoiled fans, aren't we? we? Really are. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, which, I, which game? Wowzers. To be fair, Texans-Chiefs was close for about three yeah. minutes in the yeah. second quarter. So, yeah, so for that was yeah the but half. there was still but plenty of drama. But even, oh, it was like, great. It was ridiculous that even the, even the Titans-Ravens became a little bit dull because it was so easy for them. Yeah, that, yeah that, try 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 being me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does, doesn't not. seem like that. Right, why don't we start with the Niners, partly because they played first, and also because Rich has just confessed to having been drinking since half past four, so let's try and get as much sense out of him early while he drinks his raspberry ripple porter. Uh, this this game, well, probably the, I would say the most one-sided of the four. Would that be fair? Yes. Yep. Yeah. We we looked rested and they did not, and that seemed to make the biggest difference here. Particularly on defence, we we were just very very strong. Didn't really give them that they couldn't get their run game going, which meant they couldn't get play action going, uh, which meant Kirk Cousins was having to drop back, and we just we just got the pass rush going on them, and and they just couldn't get anything going, other than that first touchdown drive, the the throw to Diggs where Witherspoon was shit with a spoon again um, and just, just <laughs> fell over rather than making the tackle. Reese with a spoon. <laughs> True or false. Uh, you won the battle of the offensive and defensive lines, which, you know, if you can do that on both sides of the ball, then you're going to win most games. And uh, yep. that's what's improved. Yeah, and to be fair, um, Lynch, when he took over as GM, very much preached winning the trenches and you'll win, you'll win overall. And so that they built the team in that image, and and it's working out now. He's actually years, done a good job, isn't he? Yeah, it's weird because there's still a lot of fans throwing a lot of shit for some of the picks, like Solomon Thomas, in their general direction. Yeah, but I but, don't think you can not pick Solomon Thomas at the time either. Well, he what was, was he going to do? Pick well Trubisky rated. and not do the trade? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, there were other linemen and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it, I, I didn't hate it as a pick. I still don't think he's a terrible player. Um, maybe not a top end of the first round player, but he's he's a good piece in a very good uh, defensive line. It's very easy to look back with hindsight on a draft and go, oh, that guy, you took him at two. That was a rubbish decision. But you've got to look back and say, what were the majority of people predicting before mm-hmm. the draft? Because they didn't see him play. Well, they didn't see him play outside of college at that point. So, you know, I, I, if the person who's dissing the pick was saying before the draft, don't pick him, then I'd give them some credit for it. But otherwise. 
Well, the, the big thing seems to be that he was he was classmates with Lynch uh, for a little while, and that everyone's like, oh, they're best buds, and that's why he picked him there, and blah blah blah, and kind of ignore the fact that everyone was saying he was going to go top five, top ten in the draft anyway, and exactly. he fit what we wanted. Exactly. So I don't know. It's it's it annoys me a bit, but I'm really in, I'm still enjoying the whole Niners get keep getting picked as underdogs. Like there was I... there was a screenshot going around of everyone picking the Vikings prior to this game on one of the NFL US shows. Rich. I didn't. Just saying. I, I I did. I definitely picked the Vikings. Um, not nine as a you know very 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 uh, efficient. Are you, can't, are you, bring, are you, can't bring himself to say good. Are you? Are you <laughs> can't Rich, and the thing is, it's mad because I don't hate the like 49ers at all. At all, I love. I really do hate, like the the. Hate the, them. Hate the quarterback. Um, the quarterback's <laughs> super duper average. Rich, are you enjoying watching the football? I am. I'm loving it. I I really I have such a such affinity for the line. I don't just mean the defensive line. As a football team, are you enjoying watching the football? Yeah, I mean, I I genuinely love. I w- my winning games. Yeah, yeah, there's that. Winning's <laughs> important, Craig. Yeah, it um, is. It's kind of useful. Too. Someone it's someone keeps telling too. me that, and I can't remember who. Yeah. Um, it's not the, a boring offense to watch, is it? It's, it's kittle very, smashing people and running backs trashing through stuff. It's great fun. It's very smash mouth football, which is what I was into in the NFL. Was it's not it's exotic Smash Mouth, which I'm sure Adam will love me saying. Um, it's not. It's, I'm, the, yeah, I'm not having it's that. Not it's not. It, it, no, you can't take our exotic Smash Mouth. <laughs> that was Mike Malarkey and Terry Rubisky. Uh, you know, you're not having it. It's it's not it's not power run football, but it's all of this. Everything's keyed off the run, and so just you just watch our line moving people around. George Kittle. There's a brilliant piece of footage from the um, mic'd up footage from this week of George Kittle basically just doing whatever the fuck he wants to. Uh, um, I can't remember who it was, but one of one of the linemen, one of the Vikings linemen, who is a decent Griffin, I think. Um, play ends, we get the first down. He turns around to the light to, to the sideline and shouts, run it again, run it again. That man loves blocking more than he loves catching touchdowns. He, lo- I... he loves he loves getting away with a hole when he blocks as well, as I've said a few times. <laughs> I kind of feel like you, you, guys, you guys are like what a West Germany football team would be. That's wow. how it feels. Wow. Not hating, it's very, very efficient. It's I, not spectacular. I, I, I'm not buying the exotic looks. It is very physical. And, you know, if you can't stop it, you can't stop it. Um, outside it's... of uh, some of the some of the blitz packages are pretty exciting. Um, I'm just talking for me, for what I like. And look, if you're winning, it's way more easier to pallet, I suppose. But I, I, of all the teams that I've watched in the playoffs, I must admit, we talk about, like, the competitiveness is games and the excitement. The least exciting team I find at the moment has been the 49ers. It's only one game, though. <laughs> Facts. And we, it's, and we uh, weren't pushed Jimmy G, it's Jimmy G, the Andreas Bramer of the NFL. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> <laughs> the Thomas Muller. <laughs> oh, God, that's, that's me, that's, Mark. That's, way, that's credit. That's way too much credit. <laughs> the thing I take from this more than anything else is if, if, if I was the Saints, I would be fucking livid. Because... The Saints would have, like, and I know they wouldn't have necessarily played them if they'd have won, 
but the, the Saints should have been in that round. And it, th- this highlighted, I think, like this was standard Minnesota and the what you got against um, the New Orleans wasn't standard Minnesota. They must be sat at home watching that performance thinking for crying out loud. Well, it's, that classic, it's that classic inability to um, to be consistent by that Vikings offense. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. just going to say, strangely, though, they don't give out Super Bowls for shudders. No, yeah, you're exactly, you're exactly right. And, and you don't make the Super Bowl by losing to the Vikings. No, know? and it was, yeah, completely as much of their own fault as anything, but they, they must have looked at that performance and thought, how did we contrive to lose to that shower? <laughs> so the 49ers are going to go on to play the Packers, who have, well, weird game in Lambeau. The, the, fir- the first half looked just like the Seahawks were going to be dreadful and it was going to be an easy walk in the park for Green Bay. Green Bay then sort of went to sleep and Russell Wilson reminds us what he should be. Like I, I don't get why they can't play like that for from the start. Both teams are what we thought they were, basically. Yeah. They're, they're both yeah, yeah. not great teams who have you know snuck through more games than they should have done this season in the regular season. And the Saints... You said the Saints should be kicking themselves. They'd they'd have beat neither of those teams. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the the Seahawks just baffle me because like you watch you watch how Russell Wilson's moving them down the field in that second half, and yeah, remembering they've got seventeen running backs that are injured. Uh, so Marshawn Lynch has come out of retirement, and <laughs> and that's all they've got on the ground. So He's, that he can run, so that he can run a yard a carry every single well, time. Well, that, that that's part of the issue. Get you the yard, eventually though. they abandoned that and it worked. <laughs> yeah. you know? Give it, give the ball to Russell Wilson and good things will happen. But they, they don't seem to get that. I think that one of the things that game really reminded me is that, boys, I think we underestimate it's fucking hard to win the Super Bowl. Like, uh, we, we made all our predictions, you know, from <laughs> beginning of the playoffs, which, you know, we haven't coveted ourselves in glory there. But... <laughs> it kind of it, but it is not easy. Look at well, nobody does. Nobody. I was considering um obviously Aaron Rodgers that Aaron Rodgers um Russell game who you know they're two of my favorite players in the modern sort of era. But you got to think. I mean, what did Peyton go to? Peyton what what two two or three Super Bowls? He only what did he win two? He won two, maybe played in three over an eighteen year career. Yeah. Brett Favre, I think he ended up with one ring. So it ain't hashtag Craig facts. It's not <laughs> yeah. Google yeah. it. Check that. I think I, I hate. I think he's actually bang on on you, both of those. You get, you get the. What, bit, hey, what's, what's what have you I'm, done with no, Craig? Who are I'm, you? Firstly, don't start a fucking narrative. I'm always in the bowl. <laughs> I just never actually read or check. I come on here, shoot from the hips. Tub law, law of averages. It must be right. Says so like. things confidently enough that people <laughs> won't bother checking. Live, live my life like that. Um, but. So, so it's not easy. Do you know what I mean? It's not easy. So many things have to go right for you. I think health and fit, you know, they talked a lot, <clears throat> and I don't want to jump to any other games, but they talk a lot about how this argument, whether the bye week um, helps or not. Um, you can talk about the Seahawks having no running backs and bringing the you know, guy off the, off the couch. Um, you don't know what internal issues, you don't know what, people's fitness is like knocks it's it's not 
easy and it's only you know we kind of because it's such a short season and it's such it's only 16 games four teams in each sort of uh division so it's all really compartmentalized and easily digestible particularly again if you're, 16 and the four are both correct <laughs> if you follow the game closely enough but it's not easy it's fucking hard man and um yeah so it's it yeah I, I, it was a point there somewhere <laughs> it, it feels to me like the Seahawks try and have, they come out with their game plan that they want to go with, and that is to continue what doing what they were doing, running the ball, and then throwing like the odd ball through um, Russell Wilson. But then it gets to a point whereby they're behind in the second half, and it seems to happen an awful lot with them, where the coaches suddenly realise, actually, this isn't working, Russell, you just need to go and do it all. And then he starts to do it all, and good things happen. Because he is their, at the minute, he's their best running back. He's their best quarterback, obviously. And he's by far their best player. So you stick the ball in his hands and good shit goes down. But up until that point, they're almost reluctant to let him do it because they're trying to do things normally. Just give him the ball. Give him the ball and good stuff will happen. But they they don't until it's too late. It happens a lot because their secondary tackling is awful. (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, 10-yard catches are going for 30 yards routinely as they just bounced off people. It's like, if you put yourself in that bigger hole, that's going to happen. And so particularly worrying against a team like Green Bay, who've got limited receiving threats. Yeah. Which makes me wonder, why on earth do you let L. Thomas go? You look at that <laughs> secondary and how they get, they keep getting hurt, keep getting burned, can't tackle. Why do you let what pay? I just well, Earl Thomas didn't do a good job of tackling, but we'll come to that. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough, that is true. But to be fair, they let they let this they let this corner called uh, Richard Sherman go somewhere. I think he was quite good. Exactly. Surely was was quite good. Yeah. Surely, if you're the got got a pick, if you're the Niners now, you've got to look at that that Green Bay team and think, all we've got to do is stop. Deontay Adams. They're shooing, surely. They've got to be shooing. Just all we've got to do is stop him, and he's got nothing else. Stop him, like double, triple team him every play. Because you stop him, Geronimo Allison ain't going to do it. None of those other guys are going to do it. Lazard, no catch. (laughs) Stop Devontae Adams. That should be that. Like go into that. Go into the defensive room in the Niners, and that should be written on a board somewhere. Bracket him. Have a bracket him. Have a, a linebacker covering. Sort of uh, almost as a spy, just in case he takes the intermediate route. Yeah, and the rest, the rest of the receivers don't even bother because they'll drop it. Right. So just just leave them to run their routes. Like get six on Devonte Adams, and you stop the Packers. Yeah, I mean that's that's basically what we did in the regular season game against them. The, the, and you murdered them. The the thing is that I don't think it will be as easy as that because Rogers had an absolute stinker in that game, and I think in the playoffs. You can't count him out in the same way that you can't count Russell Wilson. He looked, out. he looked good. He looked good. Yeah, he he looks like he's a better player second half of this season for sure. For sure. Um, but the 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 thing that the thing that gets me the thing that's really weird for me is that I feel more confident this week against Green Bay than I did last week against the Vikings. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. I, I, think agree. I, I think yeah, I think you're more stronger favourites this week. I mean, we've been pretty poor. <laughs> But I cannot see how you lose that game. I can't. I think you, you could. You run. You'll run the ball forty times, fifty, forty, yeah. fifty times. I, I don't see how Green Bay stopped that run. And 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 I, I don't think Aaron Jones is nearly as dangerous against your D line. So I really do not see how you lose that game. 
Well, it's less it's less the D line with him. It's more we've got Quan Alexander back. We've got Jaquaski Tart, who's a big factor as a safety for us. <laughs> Tart. Tart. Shut up, you uh, Tart. I had, I had a team name called that. Um, but I don't that, think your safeties are going to be able to get involved in the run game as much because you are going to have to bracket. Um, you're going to have to bracket Adams. So I do think it's about your D line winning and stopping um, Jones in and around the line of scrimmage. So you, that's you, the biggest. Because if biggest you stop that, mark. you stop that run. No play action. Aaron Rodgers can. Try and buy himself some time. He's not having more than you know three seconds back there with that defensive line. Stop yep. the run game. I think I think you're laughing. Stop the run game. Bracket Adams onto the Super Bowl. Thanks for coming. Well, I haven't said this much this season, but what I was impressed by from Green Bay was how their defense stood up to the uh, comeback from Seattle because it would have been easy to crumble like the like the Texans did, and they really stood up to that barrage pretty well. They they did, but had that game. It sounds a ridiculous thing to say, but had that game gone another quarter or two, Seattle were winning that easily. Oh, it's a good job games are only four quarters. It, it, well, <laughs> this, this, exactly. Um, but like that's why it's so... Another quarter or two. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the increasingly point... inaccurately titled <laughs> sixth quarter. <laughs> you know when you form something in your head and you know it's going to get the reaction it does, but you say it anyway. The reaction it deserves, yeah. <laughs> The thing, the thing about this for me is looking at Seattle at the moment, you've got to wonder where do things go next year because that, that team is basically Russell, Tyler Lockett, bit of... Uh, DK Metcalf has been an absolute revelation for them as a rookie. He's a, he's a monster. He's yeah. a proper monster. Sorry, I think, mate. I think but, they, have their, but, they have their running backs. It's a very different game. But I don't think they've been... I don't think Chris they were Carson that was good. good. When he was fit, Chris Carson was very good. He and was I, serviceable. And he... Th- I, think he's, I think he's better than yeah. Yeah. I think That's he's better his issue. He fumbles the ball too much. Put it down every week. You fumble the ball too much. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. You, you, with those guys in there, at least one of their starting running backs would make a big difference if they're still available because that does allow them to play. Um, but... Yeah, that that defense for for Seattle would be a big worry. Seattle got to sign Clowney, get Clowney locked up, go and get a tight end. I'm not worried about Seattle. I do think they've got to do some work on that defense, as we That's said. Just... I think the secondary needs some help, but I think get Clowney signed up, which they're not going to do. No, they're not going to do. They've shat the bed with that. They yeah, absolutely they that. screwed yeah. that up. Yeah, what a ridiculous but trade. I do think when you've got. Um, Lockett and DK Metcalf and um, Russell Wilson, you know that that they are they're as good a tandem in the league. I think DK Metcalf's going to be so much better. He's going to get so many more looks. They're going to scheme for him, which is going to make Tyler Lockett even more dangerous. I'm not worried about the Seahawks. And actually, I'll tell you what, Pete Carroll has shown he can rebuild a team. He can. He's done it. Um, so we question the old Thomas and the Richard Sherman, but I, I, you know, credit where credit's due. I'd like to think. Pete Carroll's got a plan. To go out and get hammered. Well, yeah. I just don't know. Brian Schottenheimer, though. Back to the Super Bowl. Mm. You mentioned this, I think, in the WhatsApp, Rich. Is is the coaching in Seattle actually holding them back and and stopping them achieving great things? I don't think it's terrible coaching. I just don't know. I think they can make near enough the playoffs for probably the next three or four years, but I don't see them winning another Super Bowl in that time. Bro, it's so hard should to they, win the is... Super Bowl. 
Yeah, not, it doesn't, doesn't mean you shouldn't try. No, obviously you should try. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Adam. A little playoff run. <laughs> it's, it's hard. But I mean, not every team has a Russell Wilson. This is this is the thing. Like they, he he should be winning multiple Super Bowl rings. What's he given in his quality? He in his seventh year, eighth year. Brady's in twenty something. Yeah, you but guys... Craig, we we had that discussion about Rogers and McCarthy, and did McCarthy waste Rogers' career? I think we're unless they get a better roster around. Um, around Russell Wilson, I don't know that they, I don't know that he has a better career than Rogers at this yeah, point. It's the roster more than the coaching, isn't it? It's the recruitment and the the patchy nature of that team rather than the scheming. I think. Yeah. Okay. That's probably enough time on the Seattle Seahawks. Looking ahead to the NFC Championship game, which we sort of have a little bit already. Um, Packers at 49ers. Uh, well, similar to last week. Anybody here? not predicting a 49ers win. Now, I spoke to someone earlier who was absolutely certain that the Packers would win this game and the 49ers were overrated, but was I do not agree with him. Got in to start was hanging Matt around Lashley? in those places, Pat. Yeah, quite. The thing is, we say that, and... Uh, yeah, <laughs> the the Vikings beat the Saints. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, they'll yeah. go and... Craig, Craig, if you give Green Bay 20%, I'm going to come over there and kill you. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I give. I give Green Bay twenty percent shot. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> but, without without yeah. Rogers and Devontae Adams, they've obviously got a chance because that that guy's a you know, if not the best, one of the best to ever throw the ball. They've got to have a chance, and they shouldn't have got this far based on their performances and based on how good that team actually is. But here they are still, and any given Sunday. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that's the concern. You, we, you get Aaron Jones think... going, you get you get Rogers throwing on play action, and all of a sudden 49ers look a bit average defensively, and and things crumble. Like I'm not taking this one for granted. I said I I feel more confident than I did against the Vikings, but yeah. I'm not like I'm not taking this for granted. Strange stuff happens and has happened in this playoffs. You know, yeah. comebacks have happened in this playoffs. The team that everyone assumed was going to walk the AFC is one and done. The the Saints, who everyone assumed was one of the best teams in the playoffs, was one and done. Weird stuff goes on. Having said that, I still think the 49ers will win. <laughs> and I think we, we all do, but it, if the Packers win, it's not, it's not good, exactly going to be the greatest shock in NFL history by no, any means. Exactly. No, it's not. It's no, just, absolutely not. I think the biggest thing the Packers have on their side is experience. They've been there, seen wow. it, done it a lot over the years. Yeah. I haven't done it recently. Not, yeah, not recently. Not I actually, I, if anything, I think you guys are probably more prepared in terms of the experience. The 49ers have been to a Super Bowl more recently than the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. I'm, I'm here to tell you. And your head coach certainly go. has as well. Oh, I've been, I've been fucking hitting out, knocking out of the park with these facts tonight. Jesus, they <laughs> Craig facts. Jesus. I didn't say they, didn't say they were wrong. I just said they were Craig facts. <laughs> Cheers, darling. Here, Rachel, get us another fact. Who is that, dog? I don't know what that is. I don't know who you guys sounds like. Because Craig, if I actually try to do an impersonation of you, I'll get accused of something. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> Doing shit impersonations. <laughs> <laughs> As instead you go down the really camp Danny Dyer route which yeah. is odd to say the least but... it's my go to London like, London impression camp Danny Dyer is just Louis Spence right <laughs> I, that was quick Pat well done mate <laughs>
go-to London impression. We've all got one of those in a locker. <laughs> I've got my go-to Swindon impression. Now that's what was that? That's that's Sam Gandhi. God knows what that was. Should we move on to the AFC? Yes, please. Let's 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 do that. Oh no, that means talk about the Titans. Well, let's well let's talk about the other one then first. Yes, we're coming to the Titans. Don't you worry about that, dear listener. The Texans and the Chiefs. Wow. Best halves of football ever. Ever ever ever. I I I just (laughs) so much fun watching that. Ridiculous. You, you, you sort of knew what was coming. Yeah, you did. Even, like... <laughs> yeah, I, was so, yeah. I was so annoyed with myself when the Chiefs scored their first touchdown. I looked at the odds for um, Chiefs to win the game and they weren't particularly impressive. And then I looked at half-time and full-time Chiefs to be leading for both. And it was like 90 to 1. And I was like, I could stick a fiver on that. And I was like, I don't know they've got the time to get up at the half. <laughs> Oh, they only needed okay. three minutes. <laughs> three minutes. Do you know what's mad about that game is as you watched it, or the you know the first half, first three quarters, it was it was it was almost like its own twenty twenty. And actually, I've got to give a lot of like I don't know props, I suppose, <laughs> to to the NFL in terms of their coverage. And this is the one thing that really annoys me about Premier League is we've got great examples of coverage and access in the NFL and in the NBA and yet the Premier League do the same boring shit every week but in this game they spent a lot of time particularly once the Chiefs looked like they was about to make a comeback showing those non-football plays the the coaching on the sideline the, the quarterbacks talking to their team teammates liaising all that stuff. It, it was like it's, it was like its own documentary it was unbelievable it, it just needed a bit of dramatic music and it was it was a fantastic novel just a great advert I, I, I don't know when obviously that Super Bowl the Atlanta New New England Super Bowl but nobody enjoys the Patriots so fuck that game yes. this is one of the <laughs> this is one of the most exciting games or the certainly most exciting one of the most exciting halves periods of time. I, I remember it was it was brilliant it was that brilliant. comeback from Patrick Mahomes, yeah, gassing his team up and then going out and just chucking dimes. That's Unreal. why that team needs to be Unreal. in the Super Bowl. I want I want to see that more as much as I can see that. I want to see it. You know, as much, I, I enjoy running football. I see I enjoy seeing someone run between the tackles and trundle along for 190 yards a game as much as the next person. Mm. But give me Pat Mahomes throwing the ball around i'd almost want to whoever is playing in the super bowl assuming they get there which is by, by somebody will maybe is a given i want to see them the other team almost given a 30 point head start <laughs> and just say like pat go for it son because that would be brilliant yeah the the Texans' defense are easier to come back against than yeah, they, almost they were, any other that and, are left and that was the thing the texans were never they're their D was never able to cope with it. They they couldn't cope with Josh Allen for a half. So they, there's absolutely no way they were going to be able to cope with Pat Mahomes. They just happened to be given this gift of a couple of wanky special teams plays that gave them the ball. And the Chiefs receivers forgot how to catch for a quarter. And it it looked like everything was going wrong. But it was almost like that woke them up. And as soon as they had that McCall Hardman run back, you thought they're going to win. It was, almost a case, it was almost a case of them just going, oh, oh yeah, 
We're yeah. so much better than this. Yeah, should we actually catch the ball now? Let's yeah. do that. And as so, soon as as soon as you had that run back, you could feel the stadium change and like three passes later they scored and I think that I don't think there was a person watching the game that when that first touchdown went in that didn't think they're going to win now. Yeah. You know so, some teams will run the ball a lot and shorten games as as the cliche goes. The Chiefs do the opposite. They lengthen games. Yeah. So you don't think 24 points isn't the same lead as it as it would be for a, a different side. I going back to what Craig said about the spectacle and the enjoyment of watching that. And I know I know it Everybody says it, but it's it's so true. Nance and Romo, the oh, just yeah. add bring bring even more to it. The yeah. whole the whole thing about that game. I really just... really hope Romo doesn't go to Monday Night Football. I really hope those two do the Super Bowl. Well, they're not. It's Fox. Oh, is yeah. it not? It's it's, 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 uh, <laughs> Buck, they, it's Aitman, on a it's it? on a rotation. It's Buck and Aikman this year. Yeah, but. Uh, I, I, fine, I don't I mind. I don't mind. It's not Booger. Yeah, right. Can you imagine <laughs> Booger on the Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, <sure>. Shudders. <laughs> this is the last game of the season, Rich, which means someone has to win this game. <laughs> and the team that scores the most points might well win it. <laughs> Before we move on to talk about the Texans, uh, the Texans, the Titans, sorry, Adam, uh, uh, which I'm sure you're eager to do, I will say the thing that really stood out is um, two two things. Um, obviously, going twenty four nothing down, I could tell you as uh, you know anyone who's played sport when you're in that type of hole, it's fucking horrible. And if there's anyone who bottles it or crumbles or drumming that little bit of uncertainty, you can get your ass handed to you. But speaking of the coverage, watching Andy Reid. I mean, it couldn't have been any more routine for him. And actually what I loved and the big difference in that game, obviously Pat Mahomes, unreal. And furthermore, side note, when you watch Pat Mahomes throw the ball, just remember Philip Rivers plays the same position. It's <laughs> it's such an embarrassment. It's Craig, disgusting. I'm, I'm just going to jump in there quickly. I know for all the incredible throws that he made in that game. My favourite of the entire lot was that little two-metre flip that he did just well, on, as he was on, about to cross the, the line of scrimmage. And it wasn't even, exactly, it wasn't even the throw. That he managed, him and Russell Wilson, how they do that is unreal. But even that, unbelievable. even that little dump, I don't know what you call that, it looks better than every throw Philip Rivers made. <laughs> Aside from that, Craig, it will be Phillips Rivers played to the same position. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Patrick um, Mahomes. No, he's going to be starting for the Jets next year. Come on, off, mate. Stop saying that. I've already got Gase. All right, <laughs> I don't deserve anything. He's doing his duty. Um, um, but <laughs> what the real big thing that stood out is you saw the Texans not go for four and one and get it. You know, miscommunication and Bill O'Brien loses fucking shit on the sideline. I mean, I don't understand why he didn't regroup, call a play and go for it anyway, but he didn't. He didn't have a play, Exactly, is, is his comment. It's like, how yeah. do you not have... Just do a QB about? sneak. You, what, what, it's fourth and one. Have, you should have <laughs> one whole sheet of all of your various fourth and one, fourth and inches plays that you're going to need in game time super, um, situations. But regardless of that, him loses shit at fourth and one kick a field goal and the difference between Andy Reid going 24 nothing down 
and looking like it was a Sunday afternoon stroll and I'm just getting started. Like, just polar opposites, able to settle his team, don't need to rah-rah. Pat's over there getting the team going, reminding them they've got three quarters of football to play. Just, just such a good... I mean... <laughs> it's so hilarious that imagine support, imagine supporting the Chiefs for twenty years, then leaving them. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> just just saying, um, yeah, I'm real, I'm real. I would say about that coaching as well is Andy Reid wasn't at fault for them going twenty four nothing down. Like like we've already said, there were there were errors, individual errors made there. I mean, a pump block. How often does that? Yeah, but, exactly. You know, Bill O'Brien is fully at fault for them getting back in the game with that. The fourth and yeah. one to not go for it on that at that point was just unreal because that's the nail in the coffin. It feels, you know, much harder to come back from at that point. But then to go for it on, what was it, fourth and five with a You're fake punt yeah. that then, that then fails. It's like, exactly. what are you just doing? Nothing, You've just given them play. the momentum. Nothing play. It almost no felt bottle. like he was, he was trying to overcome Literally. his lack of bottle from the first call. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Is it, you're you're trying like, to make a right with two wrongs. Yeah. It didn't work. It basically, yeah, instead of going up and talking to the girl and telling her how you doing, let's go out for a drink. I've been looking at you. He went and slapped her in the face. That's what it was. <laughs> just, just completely ridiculous, mate. Grow up. Grow up and be better prepared. <laughs> does does Bill O'Brien get fired? No, no. He's the no. GM as well. There's no way. He's not. I, I no. think. I think. I mean, he may not. Which get is fired, fantastic, by the way. But I think you have to yes. consider whether he can carry on doing both those roles because Agreed. that screams of a man unprepared. You got four and one in the first quarter. You're 21 points up, and you ain't got to play. The thing, the thing with Bill O'Brien is you, you always even know, a, don't even you know, worry about the timeouts. I just don't. It's bullshit. You've got Sorry. Deshaun Watson. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, like, you, you look at the talent. He's got potentially three generational talents there with Watson, Hopkins and J.J. Watt. And to be able to... And he, it's, so it's almost... He gets, seems to get a lot of credit because he gets to the playoffs every year. But shortly with that, with that talent... That should be base minimum. He's mm. got, you know, like arguably three of the best players in their positions that the NFL has ever seen, except for Watson, maybe. But he's incredible. Like the, when he's on fire, amazing talent. And yet he gets to the playoff. And then a so lot of them have an asterisk mark, though, because a lot of them have been in a terrible AFC South. Uh, which which hasn't it's been true. this year. But they but still. But at the end of the day, if you had a coach that gets your team to the playoffs as consistently as he does, most coaches get a lot of credit for that. Bill O'Brien doesn't because for, he's got the players, so he should get there. And then when he gets to the players, he Bill O'Brien's it up and he does something that causes that hurts the team. It looked like he was going to do it against the Bills. The Bills managed to find a way to bail him out, but the uh, the Chiefs went, "Now, nah, mate, let's uh, let's go and score fifty points and uh, let's show them just how much better we are." I would love to know what his record is against winning teams because I'd be willing to bet it's not great. Craig. Can you? Uh, <laughs> that's, that's pushing it. I think Craig's non-slapping women in the face analogy is the key one. In that, <laughs> if a team's a long way ahead of you in a game, if, sorry, if you're a long way ahead of a team in a game, the one thing you don't do is give them cheap points, making stupid decisions. You play the percentages and you just hold it out and make it difficult for them because heads will drop. And 
they were incapable of doing that. And that first half, although it was a fantastic spectacle, fantastic entertaining game, particularly for the neutral, I guess, it wasn't a fantastic example of football because it was just riddled with mistakes that people capitalised on rather yeah. than being like pure excellence. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, most and, exciting things always and, are. And to the to the, to to that point in the. I mean, I don't know if it, uh, it's, 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 it's when people talk about, when I talk about winning, like I liken it a lot to football's a good example, but combat sports is a great example in which you, you don't have to do anything to feel that you're winning. Like someone's punching you as hard as they can and they're whiffing, they're not catching you, or you see that they're tired or you see that they're disheartened or one thing doesn't go their way and they throw their toys out of the pram it gives you a massive boost massive um, uh, reassurance and for a young quarterback who let's not forget Patrick Mahomes sat behind Alex Smith so as, <laughs> as well as being a leader the guy's humble he's got everyone on that team believing in him to get out there get the boys up 24 that's minor lads just catch my fucking passes, please. Do you know? I just, I just thought, what, a, what a great. And agree with you, Pat. The football wasn't great, but sometimes it's more than football, isn't it? It's not X's and O's, and that's why you know winning, winning is an important skill. And I think Kansas City are going to cause you boys some, some grief, ads. Well, okay. I mean, Travis Kelsey's response to his drop was the most amazing thing because he came back and was just sensational. You could easily get down on yourself then. You could easily lose confidence in yourself. And he didn't. He just slapped himself in the face and went, right, we're doing this. We're doing it properly. We're getting this done. That's the mark of a true, proper great. Uh, I think what, what was the, it, it felt like Kelsey caught 412 consecutive touchdown passes during that game. <laughs> it really did. Uh, just ludicrous. And they allegedly ran out of fireworks because Kansas City had scored too, much t- too many touchdowns. Um. But you say, as you say, Craig, um, they're going to cause the Titans some problems. That seems a strange way round to look at it, <laughs> in, in, in actual fact. <laughs> uh, but the Titans got there by absolutely whooping the number one seed that all five of us were convinced would win, not necessarily easily, but comfortably, or, or most likely they would. It just it just shows that you can't you can't always predict. Um, I don't know if it was rustiness from Baltimore, which was, we had this chat last week and I was clinging on to small hopes and suggesting, well, they haven't played for three weeks. They might be a bit rusty. I don't necessarily think it was, it was that sometimes one team plays better than you expect and another one doesn't. They look frustrated. Well, I mean, in a similar way to the start of the Chiefs Texans game, the Titans went up early and that was that hasn't happened to Baltimore this year. So that can happen to any, any team in any game, regardless, regardless of how good you are. And but they have, they've not had that really this season. No, they? they haven't no. had to play from behind. And that team is built around running the ball. And when you're 40 nil down, all of a sudden you've got to start passing it. And Lamar Jackson didn't play very well. So he, I, well, I don't think he, I don't think he had a terrible game. No, I would but, say. I, I, but I think he was let down by some yeah, of the players around him. Yeah, that true, that too. It feels like there's a chemistry between him and Ingram and that was missing from that game. Ingram was 20% fit in yeah. that game. Yeah, well, exactly. And that's the thing, that, that chemistry between them on those 
you know, on those on those option plays just seems to it seems to be something that's a little bit you know, you get those ke- that chemistry between players sometimes where they just seem to mesh and they almost know each other's mind without, you know, beyond the normal teammate situation. Just like um, we have on this podcast with uh, Craig and Pat. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it just felt like Ingram being mostly injured really impacted heavily their ability to run the ball well. Yeah. Which sounds stupid because obviously he's their main running back, but... You know that's not necessarily true. <laughs> I mean, I I um I'm six and eight on my predictions now, but my Super Bowl was Ravens Saints, so that's not necessarily uh, a great <laughs> um, I think that the thing that surprised me and the thing that I think really cost the Ravens in this game was getting away from what had made them successful all season and building on that foundation of the run and getting into pass or run situations on second and third down which makes you have to guess that bit more they ran the ball on first down for the first six consecutive downs first consecutive first downs and then only four more times for the entire game after that they kept going incomplete passing on first down much more than they completed and so that just puts you in second and long third and long and it, it tumbles from there but you you look at you look at the stats from this game, and Baltimore I think had more time of possession than the Titans. Uh, they certainly had more yards, more passing yards, not more not more rushing yards, obviously. Uh, but they it looked like they they dominated. But turnovers and fourth down stops, two of them. So this whole thing, Baltimore were eight from eight, fourth and one throughout the season, and suddenly they come up against the Titans and. No, of, as we've just said, the Texans should have gone for it on fourth and one against the Chiefs. Um, it's, we're not saying that Baltimore should have done anything else, but they didn't execute those plays and the, the Titans were able to get stopped. Some, sometimes that just happens. And you know Go on. Sorry, Greg. Sorry, mate. The, uh, my, my big thing is uh, this game, there was two, two massive standouts. One is the Ravens had so many drop passes i i actually don't yeah. agree mark yeah, I, yeah. I i think of all of the offense lamar jackson's the only one who can walk out of there feeling pretty proud the I guy did, I, did... Well, I'm saying, my point is i don't think he played as well as he did in the race it's, it's hard it's hard it's, when, high bar, it's hard it's hard it is, when, but, you know you're when, playing uh, football uh, now uh, chaps but if a fifth of <laughs> if a fifth of your passes are dropped what can you do you're putting it on their hands Try you're putting... they don't drop it well, you're putting it in their hands. No, you're putting I'm, it in their I'm... hands, putting it in their chest. Like, Mark Andrews catches that first one over the middle, which I think might have been the first or second drop we've seen at that part, that time. And the, the game's different. I do think they have to consider whether, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of through. talk. There's a lot of talk. The receiver wasn't even looking, and it hit him in the nu- it hit him in, between his numbers. That was the the eight uh, the the tight end, right? Yeah. Eighty one. I can't remember his name. Hayden but, Hurst, I think. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, like. I don't know what more Lamar Jackson could have done. Um, players did a step up. And you know what? It's one of them things that happens when that's one of, you know, for as much as I can't stand the Patriots and obviously that, you know, we're at the end of Brady's career, but one of the things the Patriots have always done is win when they're expected to win pressure. Except and Bill Belichick, yeah. <laughs> well, they weren't really expected to win this. Though. We all know Certainly this is not the by end. Me. Of t- 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 um, but the Pats, 
pressure is pressure and Bill Belichick. They they they, they don't go together. We you don't talk about pressure with with the Patriots. You don't talk about pressure with Brady. Um, this was a whatever their record was. What was their record? Thirteen and three, fourteen and 14 two, and something two. like that. Fourteen yeah. and two team MVP. You know, I I made a comment halfway through this season relating to Lamar Jackson. I called him the goat. Um, we talked about the terminology, but effectively, I don't think, think we've seen anyone play as well as we've seen Lamar Jackson play, or at least be as as a as a as a all out threat in one human being on a football field. I truly don't believe we've seen. That. I think it's the best we've ever seen. So, um, you know, when you're expected to win, and the other team have nothing to play for, it's not easy. And and one the other team to- have nothing to play for. Well, no, not nothing to play for. No, no pressure. There was no pressure. It's very... Uh, it's no, no expectation. There's oh, no. Right. There's yeah. nothing better than competing against the best. I, as, a, as, a, as a competitor myself, I love fighting the pro guys. I love fighting guys 10 years younger than me. Um, and it's nothing worse than fighting guys who everyone there thinks I should beat. It's the hardest thing in the world. And for a young team... I just think it got the better of them. One drop turns into two, two drop turns into three. And the thing is, I, I talk about the, the the drops. It wasn't even the drops. The 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 blocking was poor. It was poor. How can you not? You've got to give Lamar give Lamar Jackson half a time. He'll make he'll 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 get out of there. And there was too often that protections broke down. Um, second second level blocking just wasn't there. Just the team with too much pressure and not enough juice. And, and the Titans got, with all of it. And you've I got a not... question, I think, from that point of view, is when you've got someone like Marlon Humphreys after the game who was asked about it and said, um, this team's identity right now is to get to the playoffs and choke. Yeah. And when you've got players in your locker room, important starting players who yeah. have that mentality, yeah. that that's that a possibility on the field, that's, that's a problem. That's a problem. And um, and I don't know whether they just they weren't prepared properly for the game, whether it was the the week off that did it or whatever it was, um, but they they did not look like the same team at all. It's it's a weird one as well for me because John Harbour's the last head coach you'd expect to allow that kind of those kind of attitudes and that kind of un- yeah. level of unpreparedness but to, it's to creep human in. Beings. It's human beings. It's hard, honestly. You can have the best preparation. You can do everything right. But the minute you get out there, there's times where I've had great camps, fought great fighters, training, feeling fit as anything, though 10 rounds, no problem. You step on the mat and your legs are lead and you've no idea what's happening. Oh, I, I, see, I think that's the difference between where you talk about Lamar Jackson being the best you've ever seen. I think, and not it's not necessarily on him 100%, obviously, but I think it's that dealing with that pressure that puts you from being a fantastic athlete to someone that's winning a championship. Because you, you look at, I think, a lot of top sports. I don't think the difference between the people that win consistently and the people that get to quarterfinals and semifinals is is all that great. I just think it's the the ability to handle the expectation. But it's not Great. Lamar. It's, it's, it's the, it was the receivers. Lamar 
did his job. I, I don't think it, I don't it, think Lamar played as well as you think he played. I think he he played. You know, he was he was perfectly good. Does anybody know? Just quickly, does anybody know who Baltimore were playing against in this right, game? So that was the point I was going to get to. Pat, <laughs> no, Pat's been no, no, no one cares about that. Pat's been wanting to jump in, and we're I know lit- you want literally. To I'm shit. pretty sure that but no me... Titans player has even been named in this entire so, discussion. The flip side of that. <laughs> the flip side I've of that. I've got to tell you, listeners, the anger in his eyes yeah. when he says that it was outstanding. But this is this is Mark. This is what you and I will criticize the NFL world, the media for doing. Again, it's the same with your bills. So yeah, wait, you know, me, the, 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 you, wait, wait, we're wait, just wait. doing the same. We're just before falling you, into that trap. Before you go on, um, Adam, and do your, you know, you're going to do your thing, get your chance. And I know Pat wants to jump in. I was getting to that before I was rudely interrupted. The fact is, when you have that pressure, I do think what the flip side of that is that the Titans did ri- rise up. I think that um, what's your man on the D line, uh, uh, Casey? Yeah, yeah. Had he been, has his, had his name been JJ Watt, we would be raving about the impact he had that day. He was, uh, you couldn't move the guy. That's, and that's been the case for about eight years with JJ Casey. And, and, and you don't really need to say anything about Derek Henry. Um, you know, Titans. I'm, I, 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 I think my biggest, my biggest, my biggest concern about you guys moving forward is how you manage to equal or replicate that type of performance. Because I don't know. I mean, you'll be better to tell us. Have you ever seen your team play as well as that? So here's, here's the thing. I mean, it's, it's what, well, it feels like for me about eight weeks in a row that I'm not expecting the Titans to win and we keep finding a way to do it. Um, Baltimore, yeah, we were on this podcast a week ago. I've... I wasn't particularly confident. And I, I, to be honest, even though we should have beaten the Patriots, I didn't think we would because that's just not what happens for the Titans. And it's on the road in Foxborough. The Patriots have, they still have the aura, rightly or wrongly. Uh, but that happened. This, this from Baltimore was something else. Yeah, you could, you could say what you like and you have about Baltimore being rabbits in headlights or whatever, whatever's gone wrong there. But the Titans have gone in to the number one seed in the AFC and played phenomenally well. Outplayed them, completely on, on outplayed all, them. All sides of the ball. So, yep. yeah, I mean, Derek Henry, we could be repeating ourselves about the kind of game he's had. I don't see him slowing down. What he did to Earl Thomas, I just, <laughs> I, after, after everything Earl Thomas has come out and said during the week, well, we're not going to, we're not going to, unlike the Patriots, we're going to actually tackle a guy. Yeah, that went well, didn't it? Um, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill's leading this team like like an MVP. Um, yeah, his, his, okay, his, his stats in the playoffs aren't showing much because they haven't, they haven't... yards passing. That, yeah, you say it with that tone and the media says it with that tone, but yeah, but it, it he's winning as much as he needs to pass, right? Yeah. They're running yeah. Henry until people show that they can stop that and no one's shown that they can stop that yet. So, you know, the passes are there when he needs them, but it's most not 88 yards. It's not 88 yards with seven interceptions or a poor completion rate. Hey, yeah, I, I, you're I'm you're doing what you've got to do. But he is no, he is no, he is no MVP. He's, but he's he like, he is. He that's how he's been playing, Craig. He's I been don't playing. Think he has been playing like have that, you man. been watching the last of course ten I weeks? Have. Of no, course you I haven't. Have. <laughs> Mate, I've got Ryan. T- I had I picked up he's... Ryan Tannehill bef- the the week before go, he came. Go back to and the Titans. I've watched Tannehill. I I think he's doing a great job. Don't get me wrong. 
But if you think your offense does anything other than play Derrick Henry and has finally, finally woken up to his talents, and I think you made a great point last week or the week before in which you talked about how he's improved his running style, it did make me think, and I watched him, and actually he's never upright until he's full go. Until he's full go, he's getting his pad level much, much lower. Um, he's he's got way more loose in his hips. I mean, it, it must be horrible to tackle the guy. He's two hundred and sixty pounds, carved out of granite, and runs a four three. So I, that's no fun for anyone. But he's definitely improved. It, Tannehill's been good, but it, the, don't bury the don't no, bury the The story is Derek Henry. Of course, of course, it, of course it is. But in fact, I would love Kansas City to forget that the Titans have been able to do it in the air as well. Uh, which they did against Kansas City earlier in the season to beat them, and so and that you, was that was in a game where Mahomes threw for about seven hundred yards. So, so do you think if if Derrick Henry comes out of the game against the Chiefs with forty rushing yards, do you think you've won the game? No. Yeah, obviously it's very unlikely. However, they've won the odd game in the air this season, and as I said, including including against Kansas City. I don't I don't think, regardless of any of that, I don't think Kansas City can restrict Derek Henry to 40 rushing yards. I don't, I don't see any no. team that can at the moment. And that's, that gives me, you know, if we're going to look ahead to this game in Arrowhead, that gives me some hope. I'm, I'm not going to say the same as last week. I'm not going to go, yeah, they're too good. They, they're incredibly good. But apart from anything else, the Titans have beaten the Chiefs already. When Mahomes got injured. Mahomes, was, it was, he was back from injury in that game. He threw for about 500 yards. It was in a similar way to One leg. beating Baltimore. <laughs> he, he, look at the stats, Craig. He, he had a phenomenal game. It, but, it, but, what, but it was on one leg. He was hurt for like the first eight games. Okay. I think the thing is, uh, the, with, with, with well, this, I think it's like you, the Titans have got this, this wave of optimism about them now, and quite rightly so, because they found a way to get Derrick Henry to run the ball in, in a way that it's almost becoming impossible to stop him. And there's, there's absolutely no reason you can't ride that all the way to a championship because it's that good, and he's that good a player, um, despite what certain people say. That he's the, the guy. There is. There's Just no fired. reason. There's no reason he can't rush in this game for 200 yards and two scores and do enough and control the clock. Don't let them. Because I don't see you defensively making the mistakes that the Texans did. Um, so if you can trundle him out and and get into a lead, you've I, I, genuinely. I think you've got every chance. It's That's almost like there's this of- there's this wave of optimism at the moment. And you might as well just keep riding it as much as you can. That very point that Mark just made, they, he's, they can't stop Henry, belies the one-dimensional running tag that some people put on him because he's a threat from multiple dimensions and you couldn't be this unstoppable running back if you weren't a threat from multiple directions. Yeah. that You basically, Pat's made us uh, the point I was just about to make in that if you talk, we talked about the Niners and this exotic run game fuck off mate <laughs> the titans is way more complex ultimately they've got I'll a unit clips. they've okay cool uh, they've Please got don't. a unit <laughs> obviously they've got a unit which makes it way way easier um but the, the titans run game is literally predicated on don't let henry get touched in the backfield if he is not touched at the line of scrimmage he's getting four yards 
it is as simple as that. And they, you do like you've got a, actually you've got a really good power game. You know, hat on hat, strongest man wins. Get a yard. Derek Henry does the rest. But you are a lot more nuanced than that. There, you know, you 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 pull a guard. You shift the line. There's calls at the line as well. Um, so I I I, I'm, I I think from going, you know, everyone knew his physical attributes. I was a critic of him from a, a technical standpoint to see how he has improved. It is imp- it is impressive, and for, I mean, if you if you, we talk about the best running backs in the league. Let's just pull out Zeke and let's pull out Saquon. I mean, other than maybe the elusiveness of Saquon Barkley, is there much that Henry can't do that the other great running backs can do? I mean, well, I just... Jack, Jack will tell you catching passes. Yeah, it's only, Christian, it's only Christian McCaffrey. Uh, uh, that, 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 a doesn't, oh, no, fantasy players, that's all. But literally, <laughs> so that, that, that's where he's coming from. You but... do not need, when you've got um, AJ Brown, um, and you've got you've even got um, what's his name? What's the Patriots boy's name? You've got there third down to catch passes. Oh, forget about him. He's done. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> no one needs the, the if you can if you've got a passing offense and you've got a running back who's going to get you four yards. Why do you need him to catch a five or a five yard screen? You don't. Just let him run it. I mean, <laughs> they, they, they have to have, we have run the odd play like that. By the way, I would, yeah. I would point out. This, he, as anyway. a, uh, yeah, he's not like he catching the ball is not going to impact Derek Henry, and he does catch the ball. So, but yeah, everyone knows that Derek Henry is going to be a big part of this game on Sunday. Everyone also knows that Patrick Mahomes is going to pass for it. a bucket Slinging load of yards. Now, the, the the Titans, it's it's the Titans aren't going to win it by either of those things happening or not happening because I think they both will. The Titans win this game in the same way that they beat Baltimore is by making two or three big plays on defense turnovers or stops on fourth down. And we've been doing that consistently in recent weeks you know, making just in moments where you think of oh, we've got, we're beat here. The Titans defense has stood up while conceding a lot of yards. Hasn't been letting teams score that many points on them. And that that's how we can beat Kansas city. And we can. I actually think your key is to keep Mahomes off the field. I don't think it's about. Uh, well, that'll be big. That will be big, big part of it anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but but know. I mean, if Derrick Henry breaks a seventy-yard run, I think that hurts you more than him getting five yards of carry and literally just traveling the ball five yards. I think the number one aim is get Derrick Henry going. I know, and I, I hear what you're saying, and I do. You know, I'm not trying to. I don't think you're a one-dimensional team. Um, I'm not. I don't think it's as simplistic as Derrick Henry goes for 200 yards and you win. But I think a big part of this is it's not only keeping Mahomes off the field, but it's wearing down that defense. Because I do think, you know, don't get me wrong, City, Kansas City defense is not great. You wear down that defense and you get AJ Brown going, it's game over for them. So I think you you have got, you know, I think you've got a better chance this week than I thought you had last week. Um, but. The Titans Pat, could Derek Pat Henry could rush for two hundred yards and we lose. That is possible. That is very possible. Yeah, yeah. So some, we've got to do something to stop that. And as we've seen from uh, Jadavian Clowney not getting banned, you don't necessarily have to keep him off the field by staying on the field on offense. No, no uh, disincentive <laughs> for that sort of underhanded tactic. Now, I'm not saying you should. I'm not saying I want to see that. But there's, it's not been disincentivized as I thought it should have been. 
I I actually don't think that you need Derek Henry to go off for 200 yards. I, I think 70, 80 yards will be enough. I think what I would be looking at if I was the Titans, if I was coordinating that offense, is get Henry going enough to scare them and then a load of play action to A.J. Brown, just mixing up between the two because their secondary is terrible. And yeah, well, also you take, what, you take what they give you. Yeah. To a certain extent. Like, I mean, against the Patriots, That's they, the ju- they just tried to stop the play action. So the Titans ran all over them. Yep. And, and I, don't know, think, I don't think the Chiefs will do that as much because their secondary is terrible. And so I don't think they'll be able to do it as much. Um, I think there'll be more opportunities for you to just take shots against their secondary. Um, but I, I think that's where you can potentially win this one. I think you can pick up a lot of... Um a lot of positive yards with the tight end play as well. I think that's very underrated for the Titans. Certainly it was much more bigged up for the Ravens squad than the Titans squad. And it was the Titans tight ends that had a much better day. Titans tight ends is hard to say. (laughs) (laughs) The triplet as well. A lot was made of the Ravens triplets, but yeah, we've got three and that's without Delaney Walker. What a catch by Johnny Smith as well, by the way. Oh, oh, oh. That's, Easy, yeah. That was sexy. <laughs> yeah, it really, it really was sexy. Yeah, um, more sexy than Derek Henry's pass, by the way. As wonderful as that was, you know, <laughs> that, that, I, that I, I could have done that. Of elegance, wasn't wonderful. It? <laughs> <laughs> I love the way he jumped up. There's an angle from behind the the goal, and you just see the you just see the the back of the defensive line, and then suddenly this like just like pops up like a jack in the box. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, but, I love I love plays like that. Yeah, I don't think you'll see another one. I hope <laughs> we don't see that attempted again anyway. Right, quickly, um, I imagine... Do you know what? I'm I'm going to say I think the Titans are going to win. How's that? I do too. I, oh, I think... No, I I think oh, that makes me... No, I, I, I genuinely... Sometimes you get a feeling with a, with a team that have been decent all season... They make the playoffs and then they just hit a run of form and it takes them all the way to the Super Bowl. And I can see the Titans being that this year. Does feel very like like New York Giants, doesn't it? Something yeah. about it. it That's never been a compliment before. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about Ocio Manura era, Manning to Manningham, that, that type of... Um, yeah. there's Fiery, like, catch it, it on your helmet. Yeah, feels like there's something going on. It's yep. not about how good you are in week seven. It's about how good you are now. Exactly right. Yeah. I'm still going to go Chiefs though, but I think it will. I think I won't be surprised if I'm here and I'm wrong again. You've got to feel good about that, Adam. Championships. I'm going with the Titans. Oh, four out of five. No, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm saying Chiefs too. Oh yeah, I thought you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just think I, and I don't know whether it's because I want to see Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl, but I really want to see Pat Mahomes in the Super do, Bowl. Do you know what? I said a similar thing. It might have been on this pod last week. I can't remember about the the Ravens and being sort of okay with losing. I I'm not going to be that upset if Patrick Mahomes is playing the Super Bowl. It's not like going to. It's not like the Patriots again. If we lose the conference championship to the Patriots and everybody hates everything about it, it won't have that feel. Yeah, absolutely right. See, having called the Titans, I really hope that the Chiefs win because I couldn't stand a Super Bowl sitting next to Adam watching the Titans somehow take down my Niners. That would be good. <laughs> I thought you were going to say watching the Titans play the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be all right with that. I'd actually be cheering for the Titans. Yeah. 
Um, that would, in some ways, be my dream Super Bowl, but in a lot of ways, it really wouldn't. <laughs> but there you go. We'll, we'll see what happens. Other, apart from anything else, it's not the Pats. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to have any part of Free. it. Thank God. Um, there we go. Right, I think this is going to get a, become a really long podcast, and I didn't think it was going to, but here we are, <laughs> as usual. <laughs> any other business? Don't all go at once. I'll jump in. Um, I stopped watching the Aaron Hernandez uh, Netflix documentary or docu-series or whatever they call it. Three, 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 three one-hour-long uh, episodes talking about the Aaron Hernandez um, murder case. And it is absolutely fascinating. Genuinely, genuine. I, I had no idea about some of the detail behind the scenes of, of what had been going on and the fact that it was multiple different murder cases. I thought it was just the one, um, but it sounds like he was absolutely bonkers, which is kind of sad. <laughs> Particularly when you hear about him as a kid growing up, just being this carefree, happy, easygoing kid, just turning into this like paranoid monster. Yeah. Guy had, guy had issues. It's not alone in, having issues and playing in the NFL. Yeah. How, how long it. before they link it to football related head injuries? Oh, they oh. literally were during the documentary. Uh Chris Borland, who's the the nine backer that played one season with the Niners before retiring, um, is on talking about head injuries and CTE and the fact that they as college kids would just joke about it. Just be like someone someone would forget something and they'd be like, oh CTE's kicking in. Just mm. Pretty scary stuff. Okay. Craig, what have you got? Uh, I ain't got a lot. I thought I was meant to do one last week and I just can't be asked because it's a long one. Um, Tell us so, all how lovely your missus is. So you I'm sure. Got, do you know what? That's Has not she bought you shout. your drink yet? Of course, mate. Come on. <laughs> she, 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 she's got a lot of bark. Not a lot of bite. Got to keep them sweet. You get me? Um, <laughs> really hope she listens to that. Yeah. She, she, mate, I've, we've been doing this podcast for, what, three years? She's not listened to a single episode. I'm, I'm laughing. It's, it's, literally, it's literally the only time I get privacy. It's mad. She wants to be involved <laughs> in absolutely everything else except this. I don't know what that says. Um, I, I put it on in the car the other day when I was with my wife. Really? It was the first, uh, first time she'd ever, ever listened to it. She, she laughed at one point. Poked him in the eye and said, "Turn that shit off, man." <laughs> um, so I I don't have uh, a massive um, any other business. What I will say, in fact, one thing has just come to me, and just that it is the fifteenth or whatever of January twenty twenty. That's mental. Like it was Christmas the other day. Sixteenth so at time for a cyber recording. Craig Fax has fallen not, off a cliff. <laughs> Craig Fax. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, mad, but it is uh, 2020 sounds like a weird year anyway, but it's like so long ago that it was New Year's and Christmas and shit. So, hope everyone's had a good start to the new year and uh, look forward to the Super Bowl at Riches. Yeah, boring. Sorry, lads. I thought that was going to be a stop saying Happy New Year to me for God's sake. It's the 16th of January, that's a lot more positive than I, lit- I literally got Happy New Year today. Come on, come on, bro. The boat's gone. The boat's boat's gone. What is the cut-off date for that? The second. Do you think? 
Yes, mate. Some people anymore. Well, some people aren't back to work by then. I don't it's, care. It's a, a work-related issue. It's not right. a. It's yeah, not that's a what I mean. It's a work. Yeah. Have, have, have a good break, mate. There you go. More accurate. And it's like an email thing as well. Like if you email somebody you haven't emailed yet in the year, it's that there's this thing in your head. I should yeah. hope you had a good, happy new year. I hope you've had a good Christmas. But when does that stop? <laughs> in my head, it's like never, the sixth or seventh. Ever. End of the first full in week June, back, I think. In it's June, you're still saying. Yeah. Oh, you had a good Christmas, mate. <laughs> also, anyone at work where you say, how was your Christmas? And they don't go, yeah, good, mate. How was yours? Yeah. That's all you, That's all I need. Literally. No more than that. That's like when I come in from work and my and I see my missus. Oh, I want to be polite. You know, I, lo- I love my wife. And I see it. So you like you see it for the first time and you get in and you say, oh, have you had a good day? day? Yeah, how was your day? <laughs> The response I want to that question is, yeah, all right. <laughs> what, I, what I don't want is actually how well her day's gone. Because frankly, I don't care. You're not just getting to say, get about, me a drink. Yes, yes, 45 really. minutes about running into Barbara at the supermarket and all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> because if someone says to me, how was your day? Do you know what I say? Yeah, that's all right. That's all I want. Yeah. That's all I want from that question. I don't want to be rude and not ask. <laughs> but I also don't want the answer. Right. In your head, Rich, Mark's wife is a lady what lunches, isn't she, right now? Yeah, <laughs> really not. <laughs> I don't know where I got Barbara from as well. She's yeah. friends with like the 80-year-old woman down the street. Yeah, yeah we, we love Barbara, our next-door neighbour. Uh, oh, shouts out to Sid, our next-door neighbour, by the way. Died last week, you know, rest in peace. Oh. Good one. Yeah. Okay. That sounded great. <laughs> it was Sorry, not bad. I, it was not bad. Sweet. He had a good knock. He had a good knock, yeah. old Sid. Good. I'm rest sure he said. So. Yeah, rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> Pat, what have you got for us? This is... <clears throat> well, I mean, I was going to say that was all relatively cheerful, but that last one was just delivered in a cheerful tone. Um, <laughs> I wanted to talk very briefly American politics and particularly hypocrisy in American politics. So this morning there was consecutive news items, first of which was Trump denying... Um, pushing Ukraine to do stuff and coercing them with their withholding aid unless they did what he wanted and denying that. The item immediately after that was someone from the Trump administration saying, yeah, you British guys, you need a trade deal, don't you? Maybe you should uh, get into line with what we think we should be doing in Iran and then we'll give you some sort of trade deal. And it's like, you can't do those two things concurrently and expect mm. us to take you seriously, you hypocritical lying bastards. So that, <laughs> at the that same time, while at the same time, while supporting the UK's decision to leave the EU on the back of, on the basis that we get a better trade deal with America for leaving the EU, having said all that and then saying this. So yeah, that that, that riled me up at half past six this morning. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'm going to end with something incredibly mundane. And if, if, if someone's got an answer, that would be appreciated. Um, Humble Brag bought a massive new telly last weekend on a complete impulse decision on the back of seeing someone walk out of Curry's with a big TV under their arm, thinking, mm. I want a bigger TV. <laughs> so it's so it's 50 inch, it's UHD, it's smart, it does everything you could possibly think of. But... Why is it if you watch any of the anything through any of the apps, so Netflix, Prime, any app that I've put on there, um, you need to stick the volume to about number ten to have it where you want. 
if if I watch Sky Q, it needs to be a volume about fifty. Like how it's it's called, it's, ad, it's called advertising, Adam. No, no, it's a diff. It's no Sky Q. Just anything on the Sky Q box through that HDMI. But the, ad, but the ads on Sky Q will still be louder. It's, there's the same on when you put on a streaming service, it runs louder. Right. To make it more obvious. But this this isn't even close. It's like it's got to be four I mean, times yeah, the. That's, and, yeah, that sounds ridiculous. But YouTube is the same. YouTube runs louder than the TV. And Maybe in TV this day and age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, bad mate. <laughs> I might do. I might do. It's too big. That's that's what Mrs. F keeps saying. It's too big. Mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not enough girth, but anyway. Right. <laughs> uh, that seems like a good point to end. I would, I would say. Um, looking forward. Like a good episode title. No, I've already got one of those. <laughs> Uh, we are looking. Well, we'll all look forward to that Niners Titans Super Bowl, Rich, and watching it in in a couple of weeks. Um, I am with two terrible QBs, apparently, according to Greg. Uh, yeah. mate, listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna start, I'm gonna start filing. <laughs> listen, I don't, I don't mind you quoting me. Just get it right, bro. <laughs> super duper average. Quote backup caliber. Yeah, there you go. There's a lot of good backups in the league. Taysom Hill, apparently. <laughs> Let's go. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Tan- Tannehill literally was a backup. Anyway, right, we, uh, yeah, we're out of here. We will be, we'll be back next week. Bye for now. Later's. Bye. Later's. some breaking news new orleans police have released an arrest warrant for uh, cleveland browns ride receiver odell beckham jr oh what's have he done seen, have you seen what's he... called this so after the after the the national championship game he was on the sideline after the game handing out what was alleged to be fake money to the players um and then the videos come out today in the locker room of a a, a cop in there like bollocking one of the looks like an offensive or a defensive lineman. I don't know who it is about something and checking some money. And Beckham, yeah. And Beckham literally comes up to this, to this policeman and starts patting him on the bum. And the, the, <laughs> the, the, the arrest warrant is for, I think it's for simple battery mm-hmm. because he was <laughs> on the ass. What has the world come to? can you believe it (laughs) and like everyone was lock him up lock him up (laughs) honestly it's like i mean i know that he doesn't help himself but my god come on of all the things that nfl players have been arrested for over the years and been suspended for and missed time for this will be the most hilarious yes arse pattage We're gonna to have to add add something to the raping and the drugging. There's a new yeah. one. There's a new one in town. <laughs> well, could come under raping. <laughs> yeah, caressing. Definition Cup- of rape up in Cup- the air. Yeah. <laughs> raping and a drugging and a cupping. <laughs>